We are back. Season four of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Tyler, and along with me are two other hosts and a producer. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we like to showcase breweries, their beers, and conclude every episode with a thematic-ish conversation. If you're a casual listener or a seasoned vet, you know what to expect. Producers continue to change throughout episodes, but the same old connoisseurs will continue to provide top-tier content. Please feel free to listen to all of our previous episodes and producer specials to get an insight into all the breweries and beers we've mostly enjoyed. And whether you're new or returning, we are pleased to be your favorite craft beer podcast. Follow us on Instagram at craftbeercons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at craftbeerconsumers. Also drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Now for today's episode. Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brent. Among us today is producer Tim. Hi, Tim. <laughs> Tim. Tim. I would have thought we would have seen Tim. Tim, it, you know, it's funny. We contacted Tim in season one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Couldn't make it work. Yeah. But we Crazy. got Tim time now. Crazy. Uh, some would say tool time. Tool time with Tim. Yeah, tool time with Tim. Doesn't know anything <laughs> about tools. <laughs> I've been watching Home Improvement on uh, Disney Plus. I, in the we morning. talked about this. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I finished it a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've moved well, it's on. Season four now, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just rinse and repeat. Yeah. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Um, so, in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing Black Donnelly's Brewing out of Russelldale. Just yes. instead of Mitchell. Because uh, Russelldale really isn't a place on the map. It I mean, is. I mean, there's, they got like 15 people out there. They got a terrible intersection. It's awful. There's been a whole bunch of legal legalities <laughs> around that in terms of like Stuff. maybe putting a stoplight or a roundabout or something like that in there. We're looking at a roundabout. Yep. Yeah. I guess you'd know. I it's like it's, it's within the county that you work in, right? So you would know. So they say. Yes. All right. Two beers today. Indeed. We, we've done that before. We'll do it again. The first one is Bidolph's Hazy IPA. You want to say something? No, I didn't. Did not. No, you look like I, you I'm just glad something. that you said uh, Bidolph's. Uh, I guess in its municipality, so I guess yeah. it makes sense that you know yeah. that. Yeah, Luke Bidolph. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, did you think I was going to mess it up? Uh, pretty I, sure Tim would have. Tim could have. Yeah. Bidolph's Hazy IPA, uh, which we don't list what it is, but I have a funky feeling it could be a Hazy IPA. Well, it's actually in the name. That's why it's No, like I know. Yeah. But you know, we always do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because it's a boomity bobbity. The second is their Seven Sons Amber Lager. Do you know what that is? Logo de la Amber. Wow. It is an Amber Lager. Yes. And to finish up, we're going to talk about our beliefs in the supernatural. Black Donnelly's is owned by the husband and wife team of Neil and Angela Douglas. It's located at 2740 Road 164, also known as Highway 23, just outside of Russelldale, as previously mentioned, uh, which is about 10 minutes south of Mitchell and 30 minutes north of London. They started as a contract brewery in 2015 through Grand River until their current bricks and mortar location, which was found and then zoned, switched uh, to accommodate what they have now, um, it was a former farm equipment dealership. Mm-hmm. So obviously, when you think of farm equipment dealerships, you think of big space. Aaron Bald. No, I don't think. <laughs> I try not to think of him. Okay. Yeah, but good, good for you. Good for Aaron you. Bald Eagle. Ah, that's I see a what you're shout saying. out to you know the last minute yes, episode. But my thinking was like he also that person has retired from that uh, field. Has well not state his age. But it's in his 30s. <laughs> Pretty good. Anyway, so what the, do you got? You got some information here. I do. Some education. If you okay, will. yeah. So the brewery name is based on the Black Donnellys, who were an Irish Catholic immigrant family who settled in the Bidolph Township in Upper Canada, later known as the province of Ontario, about 15 kilometers northwest of London. So Lucan's kind of between London and uh, Rustin. Okay. This is for geography people out there. Um, in the 1840s. So the family settled on a concession road, which became known as the Roman Line, which is also one of their beer names, due to its high concentration of Irish Catholic immigrants in the predominantly Protestant area. Many Irish Canadians arrived in the 19th century, many fleeing the Great Famine of Ireland between yes. 1845 and 1852. Yeah, it's tough yes, times. Great history lesson, isn't it? The Donnelly's ongoing feuds with the local residents culminated in an attack on the family's homestead by a vigilante mob, also the vigilante one of the names of their beers, uh, on February 4th of 1880, leaving the five of the family dead and their farm burned to the ground. However, no one was convicted of the murders despite two trials and a reliable eyewitness. 
Do 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 do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, there's been plenty of information out there about the Black Donnellys. That's a very um, short summarization of kind of what happened. Yeah. There's but. been plays that have been played in Stratford uh, that were at the Avon Theater about it. Um, there's there's podcasts mm-hmm. specifically that talk about the Black Donnellys story and um, kind of true crime in Canada. So, uh, I mean, feel free to kind of scope those out and yeah. give those a listen to kind of get it. It's a very, very interesting kind of very ri- ri- rich history there. But um, we're not here to talk about murder unless we're going to be killing these beers soon. <laughs> um, what a great segue. Thank you so much. The Tap Room fits around 30 people with ample room outside, you know, both the front patio and the back. Uh, where outdoor concerts are held in the summertime. Yes. No winter concerts yet, though, eh? Well, sometimes, you know, the winter weather brings colder temperatures. And um, <laughs> oh, okay. have you ever seen somebody play a, uh, like a guitar with a, like a glove on? Yeah, you don't need that. <laughs> like yeah, a big Columbia get glove? Some, get some outdoor yeah, heaters out there. I think you could have a time. Yeah, maybe you could. Um, I wouldn't. For sure. Because um, I enjoy warmth. Um, except when a nice that's cold not, bed. <laughs> that's not even remotely true. We just talked about this. Yeah, cold bed. But I like enjoy warmth. Okay. It's, I'm a weird person. Well, that, you will not get an argument with me. <laughs> yes. Tell us about what they focus on. Uh, so they only focus on stable beers. So they're not doing a whole lot of one-offs. They're not doing anything like that. They've only made nine beers. Okay. Yeah. And they've been in, in business since 2015 and at their current location since 2018. Right? So, so they very, focus on what they know. Very consistent. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so on, on tap, they have an average rating of 3.58 out of 5 and over 4,000 check-ins. And because producer Tim was, you know, probably going off with Al Borland over there. Um, <laughs> Better Al than Heidi, I guess, for <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, there you go. Um, or apparently Anderson. Lisa. Lisa. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say that I had to do a bit of the uh, untapped research here at this. Okay. And what I found the actually most interesting fact is that you have never been there. I have never been to the actual brewery. I have driven by it hundreds of times. Yes. 30,000 times, for God's sakes. But I've... And I've that ne- I've, fla- honestly, that flabbergasted Yeah, me. never stopped in. Right? Never stopped in. And you might be saying, why haven't you stopped in? Yes, I am saying, why haven't you stopped in? Please because let me know. Because I knew that this day, this podcast, we were going to be recording it. And I said, you know what? Once we have them on the podcast, I'll stop in after. Well, there you go. So, so when are you going to stop in? When are you going to in? Sold out. I don't know. <laughs> the next time I you know, take a tour between London and Mitchell. Which you used to do a lot. I used to do it all the time. Yeah, I know, you do it. All the time. But it was never a place that I, I felt like I should stop in because it was always there. You know what I mean? Like it was it was. It's like one of those consistent. things you get to eventually, but then you never got to. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, I should stop in this time. Never did. Oh, I should stop in this time. Never did. Yeah. And it's just like, it was always there. But like, I am excited for this episode to try two of their beers. Um, you've tried some beers. I have. Yes, I have. Um, it's one of those things I'd always stop in like, from because I live in Stratford, it's going Stratford to Grand Bend. Sure, right? It's like ah, it's like a minute and a half little jaunt or over left, you know. Got to kill some time, you sure. know. Right? Yeah. Uh, but yes, I've been. So I've had seven of their nine beers. Right. Okay. Um, and one of them I haven't had. I'm gonna be checking it in soon because it's the Amber Lager. I haven't had it. There you go. Because their newest, um, I was gonna say release because it has it's been out for a while. But one of their ones that um, they only really made a couple of batches. Of sure, it, right? sure, sure. Um, so yeah. Uh, I've had seven chickens. The highest rate I'm going to give is the Wayland Line, which is the wheat beer, and the Honey Blonde, which uses nice local honey, uh, both out of nice. four. Cool. Um, I've had one beer, which was the Dark Horse Ale at 3.75. Again, because I've, I've never been, but I'm excited to try these two. Yeah. And you know what? The next time I drive by, I will make a, a very conscious effort to And this is good because I'll tell you the hours of it. Uh, so then you can that's stop good. there. No, yeah, that's good. There, right? yeah, well, it be closed. All right. Uh, producer, uh, Tim, has had five. Um, his highest rated also the Dark Horse at the 375. There you go. Okay. Um, so the one thing about them, and I think this is probably a good part because you know, we mentioned, mentioned they've only had nine beers, is that when you go there, they have eight taps and they're always filled. But what about that ninth one? Eh, you know, sometimes one of them kind of <laughs> just... Uh, they, they have a Belgian quad that sometimes is kind of like their sure. specialty, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It isn't necessarily on all the time, but you always go there and all their beers are always on tap. Yeah. Right. You ever having? Oh, I want to go grab that one. Uh, you know, we're just we're kegging it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. always there, right. so you can't really complain if you know that they've only made nine beers and you're always going to have eight of them. That's going to be there, right? Um, you know, I also got some chips. I mean, who doesn't like a good pair of all dressed chips with your beer? 
I, 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 I like enjoy all dressed, chips. I like all dressed chips I'll beer. Take all dressed, none yeah. dressed, yeah, right. barbecue. Uh, yeah, I'll right. do what I want. Uh, also, Uncle Dad's Pizza. It's a staple in Perth County. It sounds very Alabama-ish, yeah, you know. I've had him a couple times. Well, Uncle Dad's? Yeah, Uncle Dad's. That's a weird yeah, that's name. very Alabama. I've had him a couple times, bought him at the, the farmer's market. I haven't had it there, obviously, but um, the obviously. Dill, pickle, dill pickle pizza. Pretty good. You like that? Yeah. Spicy chicken, pretty good. Spicy chicken. I like spicy chicken. Right, yeah. Is it cream sauce or tomato? Oh, I think it's tomato sauce. Pretty sure. Uh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right sometimes you know the gird acts up with the tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Whole thing. Um, so their beers can be found in the brewery, pardon, along with some restaurants and bottle shops around southwestern Ontario. However, these no, were the hours you're going to talk. No to me delivery. About, right? okay. okay. No delivery around here okay. at this point. So you, okay. it, I don't know if you know this, and maybe this is why you haven't had them. Is that you actually have to go to uh, the brewery or the brewery restaurants to get them? Okay, right? so when are they open then? So Tuesday or Thursday, because okay. they're closed, uh-huh. from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. All right. Uh, Friday at 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., Saturday at 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday 12 to 4. See, I think the reason why then, too, is like it was before baseball, but like the times they would be closed during the week by the time I'd get out there type thing, right? And like the but weekends. The thing I also is that in. you kind of. Um, I'm not going to say complain because you didn't complain. You're, you're, you're a trooper when it comes to having to kill time between lots between of time things, right? being killed. Yeah. But like, let's say you got a you got a night game in Mitchell. Yeah, right? but do you want me showing up having a couple of pints? Yes, beforehand? I do. I don't know about <laughs> that. Then, because then coach coach can be like, ah, he's got to sit. Yeah, he's got to sit half the game. Yeah, but then I why'd you kill four hours? Because beer's got to be drank. <laughs> Guys got a drink. Yeah. Um, but also you could just go to the brewery, have one, and then take all the take-homes and have them later on. The take-homes. Yeah. God, you and your heat-ups and your take-homes. All right, take-ups and take-homes. Oh, my goodness. All right. God, I love it. Well, that's a little bit about the brewery. Um, we're going to link their information on our social media. They're not a big social media. No, no. We might presence. be more Facebook this time than the Instagram. Well, we'll put their say. stuff on our Instagram yeah, for their Facebook. Absolutely. And if you now know that, don't go to an Instagram looking for it. Go to their Facebook. Bingo. Bingo, bango. Bongo. <laughs> All right, Brett. What do you think? Mm, a little parched. I need beer. You need beer? Let's get beer. Let's go beer. All right. Thanks to Ange from Black Donnelly's for the beers provided for today's episode. Thank you, mm-hmm. Ange. Yes. Yeah, she deli- put them in her hand, or in my hand, from her hand. That's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most awkward handoff story I've ever heard. And then you trying to like do it. Crazy. Yeah. What did you think of that, Tim? The owl camera that we're going to get is going to come in handy for that, isn't it? Yeah. Woo. Woo. All right. So the first beer we're having today is, as previously mentioned, the Bidolf's Hazy IPA, which is 6% ABV, 27 IBUs. Brett, hit us with some information of this Bidolf's yes. Hazy IPA. So Bidolf's has a foggy appearance, but it's full of flavor. With more hops than the regular IPA, it packs a cloudy look, but a fresh fruit flavor in the aftertaste. Right? Right. Not a whole lot of information on it. Okay. It's okay. Right. Uh, do you want to give us more information? Uh, no. Do you want me to? Uh, but like, let uh, me let me let me give more information. Okay, here. please do. Follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons and on Taft Craft Beer Connoisseurs. The rating for Bidoff's Hazy IPA is 3.58 out of the five and 167 check-ins at the time of this recording. Five of our friends on Untapped have checked this in and given it a little bit lower than 3.58. They give it a 3.49. So it's a little bit lower than probably most of our averages. Um, Brett, you thirsty? You said you yeah, were thirsty, but can right? I do this part or no? Can I do this part? No. Damn it. No. You can do the next part. No, I didn't want to do that part. You're doing the next part. All right, fine. All right, let's grab our cans and grab our glasses and... Just shake the delusions in Brett's mind, <laughs> thinking that he could do this. And let's open her up. <sighs> Very nice. Slow and steady, yes. everybody. Does win the race, race, apparently. They do say that. Brett, what are we drinking out of today? Of course, you'd be drinking out of your IPA glass. Ah, absolutely, we are. Um, yeah. Okay, the pour on this one for the photo. <sighs> Going to be looking like a snow cone. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. You do like the snow cone look, eh? Now, you kind of mentioned something uh, offline. 
about the can. You want to talk about that? And right that's now? why I was trying to kind of figure out that I could do your opener up thing, so then you could talk to Kane because I talked about the can. No, but you're not you, going to ever touch my. Nobody's touched my. If if there's ever a time that I can't make a podcast, I will pre-record the let's open her up, and I and will slam it in there, and I will not put it in there. I anyway. will, who does the editing? <laughs> I will edit it in. All right. Absolutely. Anyway, do you want so, me to talk about the can? Yes, please do, because I'm interested to see your facts in terms right. of what may potentially I'm missing on this. You talk about the can art and what have you, and then I'll let you know if you do mention it or not. Okay, so obviously the, a nice dark blue background. Very nice. Very attractive canning in terms of logo, and then Bidoff's Hazy IPA with a little bit of hop on the eye. The eye on the top, a little bit hanging down, a little, little loosey-goosey action. Okay. Um, and obviously, you know, kind of telling it's not a beer. It's it's not just a beer. It's a story. And then the uh, black tr- Truly the it is, yeah. Right. And then it's brewed on premises. So please, let me know. <laughs> So there's nothing else that you can see on this, eh? That might might turn you away, no? No, it's, it's product of Canada, obviously. We like that. Yeah, um, it does state you know it's a location. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Troubles brewing at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Troubles brewing at the top. Trademarked, right? Black Diamond's logo is a registered trademark. It is. Right? Is that what we're pointing at? No. No. Okay. All right. So I'll tell you what it is. Is it like the one on the Don who's looking like Abraham Lincoln on the logo or what? <laughs> honest Dave was just too honest enough that he got murdered. Um, no. So the one thing that just kind of bothers me about the can, mm-hmm. and this is just this is just who I am okay, as, just you, as, as you an individual. Um, if I'm looking at the can you're holding in your hand right now, mm-hmm. and see the way that you're holding it, you've got the label facing you. Mm-hmm. Now, look at when you go to crack it open. Ah, I see what you're saying. I, there's something about it, just the way so that the can art is. where the can is. Yeah. I see what you're saying. The opening, the mouth of the can. If I, if, How bad off is... Oh, they're, they're, I think they're all fairly similar. Okay. It's a very similar angle. So it's just the way that the label's on the can. when you want to pour, you want to be like, have that logo right I here. I want logo down. But obviously, you got to go to the little bit of, make a randy here and go right. Either logo down or logo up. Okay. I was like, saying, I want like it to a be, spelling mistake or something no, like that? No, I, I want to... it to be either straight on where I open the can up and I have, yeah. as, as I pour it, I want yeah, the label okay. to be very centered to it. Or I would even take the backside centered. Okay. But We'll see if that happens in the next can. Yeah, yeah. Just a fun thing. I looked at it and I was like, ooh. But that's just, that's who I am sometimes. So. Put your nose on that head right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, the snow cone? Yeah, right? Whew. Well, let's t- talk about appearances here. So we do have like a, a very light. Um, light hazy. Very story. light yeah. hazy. Very yeah. light hazy. Um, kind of apple juice-esque, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, and the aroma, the, the, the smell of a hazy IPA is definitely there. Um, yeah, In terms sure. of the full fruit flavor. Yeah. Um, now, I feel as though we should see the taste is there, perhaps. Yeah, I got a little bit more head on mine than you do yours. Yes. Uh, do you want to go first? Oh, let me go first. Absolutely. Yeah, there's some pineiness to it almost. There's like it's not a full on hazy hazy, right? It's a it's a very translucent hazy, mm-hmm. more so. Okay. Yeah. Now you go ahead. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, how delightful. <laughs> I know, right? Um, it does have some powerful bitterness to it, um, especially in my personal opinion. Uh, let's see if you get the same amount of bitterness on the back end. Yeah. Yeah, right? Very, very strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very it's strong. It's not a bad strong menu switch, but it's just, it's noticeable. It is it's very, very strong. Yeah. And people who like a bitter beer are going to enjoy it. People mm-hmm. who don't, they might not and enjoy you like it as bitter much. Beers? Uh, you know me. Mm-hmm. It's just like you. It's just like the other craft beer connoisseur who shouldn't be named. Uh, we enjoy... Don't worry, Tim. You're named. Yeah, we enjoy a wide variety, right? And so mm-hmm. this is this is a very bitter, hazy... Light hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost. You, I know we've kind of mentioned this maybe a couple of times, but um, sometimes things. Not saying if this was just at IPA, Bidolf's IPA, then it'd be more. You get it right. Oh yeah. But naming it a hazy IPA. Yeah. And really having more West Coast vibes to it, right? A, a little more so. Yeah. Um. Is it's kind of that's what's throwing me off. Not exactly where the can is being poured and all right. that stuff, right? Yep. Um. That's just my personal. It's still a, a decent beer. Don't get me wrong, um, but yeah, it's it's kind of when you when you label as a hazy IPA, you expect that that haziness to come through. You expect that cloudiness to come through, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah when, for you, sure. when a hazy IPA is not looking like apple juice, when yeah, it's poured it, out. Right? It's just it's it's a it's a different kind of aesthetic than right, what yes. you'd be normal yeah. uh, or used to yeah. in this kind of field, right? The bitterness is is definitely there. Um, there is still that some citrusy coming through. So it's, again, it's it's not necessarily 
um, citrus juice, mm-hmm. but citrus rind. Yes. Well, we've kind of talked about this. Yeah, it's not that kind juice of bomb, like, it's a rind bomb. There, there, yeah, there's a little bit more of the acidicness to it. Yes. Right? Sure. That, that's what I'm kind of yep. getting. So in terms of the top five flavor profiles, number one is happy. Happy. Okay. I just say, yeah, just make sure yeah, that's no. how you got it. Yeah. Happy. Yeah, is, that's exactly that right? how it is. Ha, yeah. ha, that's so, how Tim says it. So is it happy? Happy. Happy. Because yeah, Tim says it that way. So I It's sure. going to be May. Oh. You know? You yeah. know how they say, it's, it's going to be May. Yeah. It's the same thing here, I feel like. You're mm-hmm. starting a trend. Yes. You're going to be a meme. Oh, really? You're going to be a new Justin Timberlake. That's really going to promote the craft beer connoisseurs then. We, we need a meme. Somebody yeah. needs to meme us. Yeah. Meme me up. Meme me up, Scotty. <laughs> All right. There you go. Why isn't Producer Scott's got to do that when he had Producer Scott back we need We need to get Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, True. we need to get Scott. All right. So, so Hoppy. Yep. Number two, citrusy. Yeah, I do pull out some of the citrus from this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, because it, it does fall in line with the IPA. It's 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 very it's got the bitterness though. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Number three, bitter. Yeah, number it must be number one. Number one. Yeah, yeah. and 100%. I think you said it right. Like it was it was. I think you used the word powerful. Mm-hmm. I think you used that. Yeah, right? I believe that yeah. is correct. Yeah. yeah, it is very powerful. Yeah. Uh, however, number four is dry. Do you feel that there's some sort of dryness to this? I sure do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is some dryness to it. Take a sip, and then like again, you kind of want to come back to to having another drink of the beer because it is dry like it, it does leave that dryness lingering a bit mm. which is i mean the whole thing about beer is to make you come back for more within reason of course mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um so this one makes you come back for more which is good it's not giving you the most powerful bitterness it's like no i don't want that anymore right it's still making you want to come back which is all Fine. it's supposed to do right yeah see how you were kind of saying that sentence and then you stop because you had a a little bit. Oh, like just Th- like you did. But that's what I just did. I, I know. Because that's the dryness, right? Yep. The dryness is pulling you back to be like, hey, wet your whistle, boy. What about sweetness? Because sweet is number five. Uh, there is some sweetness to it. Okay. Yeah. And I wonder, yeah, if that, I wonder if that falls in line with like some of their other beer types. Like, again, as you were saying, like with the honey aspect. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're pulling that sweet. Like yep. in, in general. Like they just, uh, for they, the they, most part, they I honestly sweet. think their sweetest beer would be the 1880 Milk Stout. Um which honestly, I think is their best one uh, I've had so okay. far. Um, I shouldn't say that because I read it before. Yeah, I was but say, uh, yeah. it's uh, for a stout. It's like, a it's really good lo- in terms one of, of local, local stouts. stouts I say. Yep. Okay. My, my apologies. Good save. Um, good yeah, save. Good save. Yeah, yeah. Kick saving a beauty, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so there's other people that have had this beer, as we've obviously do on every episode. Yes. We have a couple uh, untapped thoughts. Can I do the first one? Uh, absolutely, yes. Thank you. The first one is Cajun F, Cajun Fox. State the following. Excellent IPA, bitter and citrusy, crisp and light. Um, and they give it a four out of five. Again, uh, this is a 6%. Yes. So it's it's light in color, not light in bitterness, mm-hmm. and a decent kind of ABV. Which is fun. It's funny because the bitterness is only, the IBU is in here 27. Right. It, it does not drink like a 27. No, no, no. You're, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like... Uh, it, and it's on the website. That's where the information came from. Yeah. And there could have been some alterations to the recipe. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But uh, I definitely feel like this is more like the 50-60 territory in terms of like... Because yeah. 27, you, you know, it's there. So look back to um, um, the pale ale that we had from um, uh, Lovebird. Lessons, right? There you go. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we've done I, a lot of episodes. You, know, you could have referenced something, something from like need, season two. I think it's the dryness. It could be the dryness. But yeah, I think uh, with this here. But uh, those IBUs were on list were they not? They were. But yeah. that would, if you put you're 27 kind of, IBU to that, it makes sense. Sure, sure, sure. This one, yeah, you're looking 50, 60 territory. Yeah, in my I, opinion. I, I feel like it's it's in the 60 range as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's getting up there a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, the, 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 as we said, the, the Rhine bomb, if you will, right? Yeah, it's there's, there's bitterness yeah. tied to it, for sure. So the next one comes from Ian K, and his handle is Ferris K, and he said, great nose, great initial flavor, little rough finish. Okay. okay. Smooth and creamy feel, three and a half out of five. Yep. Little rough finish. I'm interested to see, can, maybe that could be the bitterness, I right? think that's the bitterness yeah. tail end of it. It's just the way that it, you you have a bitter, dry end mm-hmm. um, to it, right? It's still, yeah, it's still got that creamy feel kind of threat and then at that back end it's just like it's, a subtle creaminess by all means it's not like yeah 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 right up front is that what you're thinking mm-hmm. okay yeah because I'm I am getting like again the bitter power power through the, the the sip and then the dryness at the end yeah okay 
Not unpleasant. Not unpleasant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not unpleasant. Oh, well, um, you said three out of five out of five, right? Yes, which has his rating. Okay. What's your rating going to be? Perfect. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to mimic that. Actually, I'm going to go with a, a three point five for myself. I feel like uh, I'm going to mimic you here, All which right. is sometimes I don't like to do it. Hey, but. But, you Wait know, let's open it up. No. Um, so I'm also going to give it a 3.5. Producer Tim over there, uh, also going to it a 3.5. So. Do you want to do the math? You know what? Normally I would do, you know, the information from Tim and we put it in, but I think maybe you could handle this one. Okay. Okay. 3.5, 3.5, 3.5 times three. Divided by. Yep. Carry the um, one. Get one. Three and a half. It's three and a half. Great Brett. six math at Metropolitan paid off. Brett, he did it, guys. Thank you. Finally got Thank a you. number right. So, uh, yeah, three and a half. Uh, you don't need to round up or down. That's like right on there. Squared up. Yep. You like that. Um, you know what? Beer number one, not bad. Okay. Let's see about beer number two. Let's see. So the second beer we're having today is Seven Sons, which is an amber lager. I did not realize your family was that big. Wow. I see what you did there. <laughs> you were stunned it, it for a second. Like, oh, Wait a second. I was like, I don't have seven La sons. Familia. I don't have seven sons either. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh. I mean, uh, there's a side of the family that is big. Trust me. <laughs> I will. Family size. Not, not like big size. That was rude of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody knew what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. You, you would have been okay. Um, so, uh, this beer comes in at 5% and 17 IBUs. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Producer Tim. Tim okay. Tim. Was like just hiding something in the back pocket here. Okay. What did you hide? He had a full-on black Donnelly's glass. Looks like almost like a kind of like a mason jar. Kind of like a can. And, yeah, like, like a can, like a can. Yeah, can, can version can. of the glass, right? But he didn't bring and it, up for it the, out. Didn't bring it out for the first one. Didn't bring it up for the first one. Brought it for the second one. So you'll see this one in the in the picture, presumably. Yes. Which uh, we turned up the brightness way high. Yes. Yes. Tim. 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 Good job, Tim. Tim. All right. This beer that we're having, Seven Sons, some might say. Seven Sons, some might say. Oh, that's a lot. Mouthful. Is unfiltered. Malt forward with a little spice. Okay, you know what? We're, we're moving into, we're in fall. Mm-hmm. We're moving into some nice. I feel like this is going to be a good fall beer. Yeah, right? A little bit of spice, making everything nice. Slight hot bitterness with a mild sweetness involved um, throughout. So that's what we're looking for here. <laughs> now, um, on Untapped, what do we got there? So, Seven Sons has 61 check-ins with an average rating of 3.65 out of 5. Three friends have checked it in. Average rating, 4.25. Oh, wowzers. So, f- our friends, big fans of the beer. Yeah. Big fans. We'll see if we match up with our friends or if we don't match up with our friends. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see what that looks like. Absolutely. And the one thing, I'm just going to make a note of this. Um, there's been some con- contracting work going on throughout the house out here. There has been. And I can't hear anything. There's been nothing. Which is great. Some, I love that. Some renovations. Yeah, renovations. Now, the thing that I think is just they were very conscientious about making noise. Mm-hmm. Can't hear nothing. No. Can't but hear if anything. you were in the apartment, oh boy. You know how many times we heard the sirens? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no sirens here. Fire trucks, yeah. a plenty. Mm-hmm. Police, tasing people, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You even heard the taser, I'm pretty sure I'm one of them. <laughs> Right, days of days. Yes, good job, you contractors, for not making noise. Well, yeah. like it's it's good for you to like come and double down. And I don't know if you heard our previous episode, but uh, Tyler has a new house. Yes. Um, I shouldn't say a new house; it's his first house. Uh, <laughs> new to me, yeah, new to you. Yeah, new um, first house. For yes, me. so he's having some contracting work coming in and uh, renovating a few things. Hired help. Yes, hired help. Yes. Correct. What the pay rate is? I don't know. Uh, I will ask them later. They've been hired and they are helping, yes. and we appreciate that. All right, to the beer. In order to drink the beer, we must put it into a vessel. And the way that we do that is we grab the can, we grab said vessel. Let's open her up. And we have done just that. Look at that. Look at that. We opened her up. And now the pouring into the vessel. Let's all be silent. Because you want to know something. That's one thing we normally don't do is we, we pour. We're talking over each other and things like that. We never that was just very let, nice. We never just let the simple pour happen. That was very ASMR-ish. That's probably the best part of the podcast in four years. <laughs> <Honestly>? <laughs> the pour. You know what? 
That should be the wave. <laughs> if if we can utilize wave, we got to yeah. find an alternative. Yes, we have to find an alternative because uh, our wave services on our yes. our Instagram that we usually do for like the the sound snippet, the audio snippet, mm-hmm. um, wave has now gone to a premium subscription, which means it would cost us more money. And uh, we try to keep this low cost for uh, the individuals. However, even if- though we could probably afford it. Yeah, for sure. But if you want to support the podcast in a monetary uh, sum, just uh, DM us and let us know, and we'll we'll send you our contact information, and you can Bingo. you can Bingo. supply us with some. And some the best part is auto deposit. Yeah, right. You yeah. like to see it, but we like to keep it low cost. I mean, we've looked at some different things, some Patreon and and all that, because we we figure you know what we do provide some some premium content, and we can make some kind of exclusivity, but. That was a good pour. Mm, it was. That's Very nice pour. And speaking of premium content. What are we drinking out this, of? This uh, glass. Besides right? that glass. Yes, what, the, what the Black Donnelly glass that producer Tim is drinking out yes. of. Uh, we are drinking out of our pint glasses. We uh, are. Because. And we recommend that you do too Yes. Do unless, as well. unless you go to Black Donnelly's and grab the can-like uh, glass. Oh. You could do that. Not bad. For sure. Um, so, color. Obviously, it's got that amb- amber hue to it, right? Very uh, coppery. Yes. Very, very coppery. dark caramel. Mm-hmm. Caramel. 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 Where, where, where do you land? Uh, caramel. Caramel. Yes. Mm, yes, quite. Which is also funny because if you look at the canner, it's like a light caramel. <laughs> it is. Right? So it's yeah. kind of funny how yeah, that kind of sure. uh, transpires. I want you yeah. to smell this and maybe our conversation will bleed into uh, the smell that you're kind of maybe picking out perhaps. A little caramel spice. <laughs> There's some caramel spice in there. Again, very malty. You could like just on this like the smell is very, 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 malt very forward, mal- very right? malty. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 how can I say this? Deep tones, maybe undertones, but I feel like it's not probably undertones because it is very forward, but very deep, rich tones. Now, would you say? And you're gonna like me for this one. I might. Would you say that's copper tone? <laughs> Butter me up in sunscreen. Call me <laughs> copper tone. Like yeah, a little SPF fifty right now. No, it is. It it does it does have like a copper hue to it. But like on the on the nose, it is very deep, rich, mm-hmm. like scent. You know Almost I mean? like a, a fall beer. Like what you want from a fall beer. Yeah, right? this is perfect. Okay. This is perfect. I feel like there just needs a little campfire in front of us. I mean, listen to some like uh, classic country music. Michael Rowe, you bought a show. I was thinking like Ma- country road. We could do that. Take me. That's good. Yeah, I was like thinking a, like doing like a down very down Chad Hoochie. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking very like rich, you know, country or not country, uh, campfire tunes, yeah, yeah. you know? Maybe a little, uh, like a, somebody with a guitar, if they know how to play. Live back. Okay. Yeah, we could do a harmonica there. I love right. harmonica. I know a guy who knows how to play the harmonica. I've got a harmonica. No, but I know a guy who knows how to play it. <laughs> I dabbled in it for a little period of time, but. But I know a guy enough. who like. Actually, like knows how to like fully play. Can he teach me? Can yes. you teach me do lessons? Yes, I would I, love that. My neighbor also plays the accordion. I don't care about the accordion. And he goes like this a lot. I don't care about it's, that. It's a fun thing. Accordion's like twenty grand. I know. For I, do, I don't care about the accordion. I don't. I want to learn the harmonica. I've I have books and I have a harmonica and I did some online lessons. I'll link you up. Yeah. There we go. And we, what we need to do is also link this beer to, to our, our mouths. mouths. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Very right, good. Go, go ahead, Brett. I feel like this will be very malty. I feel feel strong in that. Indeed, but it's nice and smooth, though. It's a smooth malty. Yeah, don't feel the don't feel no, the, no, no, the time no, with like, anything. You just yeah, look at me awkwardly, I feel weirdo. You wonder who could feel that time? Ye not be named. Ye <laughs> who not be named. And you're probably wondering, did he like like get fired? Nope. And the answer is, we don't know. No, didn't get fired. Not from us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Producer Tim, what do you think? All right. Not fired. Okay. Sure. Um, yeah. This is interesting to me. Okay. Multi Ford, caramelish. Um, I would almost say lighter than I anticipated. Okay. Okay. The, the flavors are there, yes. but the way that it drinks. I think this needs to warm up a bit. I think maybe we're serving at the wrong temperature. I, I do. Uh, I think it do. needs to warm up just a bit. So I'm, I'm holding my hands because yeah. again, this is that's a, where that's where the heat would come from is your hands. So well, it, and it's in a pint glass, yep. so I can I can wrap my hands around this, yep. sweet Bippy, <laughs> and uh, try and warm her up a bit because I feel like it will evolve as it gets a little bit warmer. And th- this this hey, you know what? Crop beer connoisseur sometimes they make a little fumble at the uh, goal line here. 
the odd time, right? The odd. I time. think that this just needs to warm up a bit. So we'll we'll kind of get to that, um, kind of. But it it is malty, mm-hmm. is is very malt forward. Um, there is some around. It's not dry like like mm-hmm. previous. So it, it's nice. It's, it's nice. almost like uh, the craft beer connoisseurs made a uh, rouge, if you will, and that for uh, CFL fans out there. <laughs> Uh, that's a one pointer. Oh, okay, there you go. Right, because the, the, all seven fans. Yeah, right. Seven, you're all your seven sons. Yes, are going to appreciate. Yes, they're that. all CFL fans. Why don't you? Because oh, I guess there's nine teams now. I thought there was seven. I thought yeah, that was going to be a good joke there, but no, no, no there's not. Yeah. Like, talk about the can. Well, I kind of did a little bit um, in terms of saying that the um, you did, I did, and so we'll let this warm up. The, the light caramel versus the warm caramel. Now, the one thing that I kind of getting is just the red lettering on the, the on the gold mm-hmm. red on gold what does that look like to you in terms of when you think of like a beer can that's gold and then red there i mean there's a lot that are gold i'm just gonna see if you could if you red. Get it. what do you what do you what are you picking up okay so i know this is kind of far-fetched okay well uh, that's why that's why i couldn't understand yeah, where you're picking I, I up agree. but most of it gets served in bottles however Back in the day, and this is kind of what it's reminding me of, and our big fan, Will, will appreciate this. Okay. Labatt 50. Labatt 50. Okay. Had the gold base with the red lettering. That's Yeah, that's fair. Very right? traditional. I knew I was seeing if you could get that, like, okay. in your terms of knowledge of, I, like... I see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Will with the, the Labatt 50 kind yeah. of look. Okay. Now, well, the, the other the, thing, too... The golden red. Yeah. ...is... I've never actually seen this being labeled as one, but I feel like eventually, if you get a really malt-forward... Lager with a caramel taste in it. Caramel lager. Are you maybe you can make that someday? In my machine. Maybe. Perhaps. Depends. Mm-hmm. So we've heard. All right. Um again, so the Black Donnelly logo is smack dab in center. Um yeah, you but, can't miss it. Yeah. So that doesn't change at all. Yeah, so but your O C D hasn't changed. <clears throat> no. So it again kind of opens up somewhere in between the label this time at least. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Like the front and the back. Yep. It's kind of midway. Yep. Okay, cool. Anyway, top flavor. Uh, Sorry, what? English. English. Yeah. En français, espagnol, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, top five flavor profiles. I'll do it. Let I'll me do the speaking from this point on. Yeah. Uh, I will just shut up. It's going to be a one-man show from here. Point. Nah, 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 nah. G'day, folks. See you later. <laughs> uh, number one, smooth. It goes down very, very smooth, actually. Yeah, it is it's smooth. It's, it's too... It's light... Which makes it smooth almost. You know oh. what I mean? Like, I, I would almost want it to be a little bit more a, a bit, but it's okay. 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 Uh, number two, malty. Most definitely. Number one for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like how you're saying that with a mouthful of beer. Great. Yeah, it is definitely uh, definitely malt forward. It's warming up now. Yep. Um, kind of get Are you getting some it? more deeper so flavors. So this might be one of those ones where if you rated it on your first sip versus And you don't want to do Yeah, no, for sure. No, no. Yeah. But it might... Might yeah. change. Oh, absolutely would. Yeah. And we see that a lot with like darker beers, your stouts, your porters. Like you want to make sure that you have a proper temperature with that. You don't want to go ahead, have a sip, and then, oh my goodness, I just saw a squirrel just jump from the fence to the tree to the tree. This guy is crazy. Nature. New houses are great. I love that. I love that. Um, squirrel. Uh, <laughs> quite literally. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You you want to make sure that you're giving the beer as much of a chance to get the the best rating that it can get. This isn't a one sip. Give it a give it a rating. You want to make sure you get halfway through this. Let it warm up. Let the flavors come to you and uh, give it an opportunity. This is an all autumn sipper, if you will, right? And yeah. just let let it sit there. Uh, number three is clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this beer is very clean. And, and all black-only beers that I've had are, have always been clean. Yeah, no, for sure. I'll, I'll give them that, for sure. Yeah, very, like, there's nothing in this thing, too. Yeah. Like, it's she's filtered pretty well. Uh, oh, number four. Beat you to it. Mouth, Mouth coating. Co- ah. Ah. <laughs> You're not doing this. I don't no. know where you came up with this half-see-half-see. Half-see. This the last episode. You just just, makes for better content. You want to split things up. <sighs> makes for better content. Mouth coating. Coat your mouth that beer. I will. Um, yeah, I, again, I think it, because it's so clean is it doesn't really have as much mouth coating as I think it, mm-hmm. it's intended to have. So I feel those kind of are just exposed, ju- juxtaposed of each other. Oh my God. Juxtaposed. English, French, Espanol. moly. <laughs> that they, they run kind of counter, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you have a bit of clean, you have a bit of mouth coating, but it's not like, it's more clean than, than anything. I'm not getting like, um, 
You yeah. know? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, number five, full. This is making full. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 full bodied. Yes. Um, there are some really good flavors that kind of come too. So <laughs> there, there is that to it. I, I kind of wish this had something just a little bit more of what I think again, cause it's, it's the maltiness of it. I want it to be a little bit more deeper in the flavor profile. I want it to okay. be a little bit more richer. Um, I, I'm just kind of looking at a, a touch, like, give me a little more sweetness to it. Like, okay. um, kind of round it out a bit more. Okay. That's so where I'm at. Maybe it, it's one it's, of those things where, um, uh, when you eventually make your way uh-huh. to Black Donnelly's, yeah. have the stout. Yo, no, no, for sure. Of, yeah, but that doesn't mean that. No, no, I'm just beer, saying, right? Like, you want some sweetness from them? Yeah, no, that. for sure. I but just I, feel I, like I, this I, could, could be just a little bit more deeper in the flavor profile. Yep. Good beer. A little bit more. Understandable. For okay. Sure. Um, thoughts on Untapped. Brett, you take the first one to the second one. We got to get going here. Yes, we do. The first one comes from Scott, and his handle is SR Hillier. Uh, pretty smooth amber lager, not too malty. Okay. Smooth, maltier than I, uh, what maybe you're putting out there, but uh, 3.5 out of 5. Second one, Katie. Katie loves dot beer. Nice ambery malty lager that is smooth throughout, rated at 3.25 out of 5. So a little again, a little bit of contrast between Scott and Katie. Not too malty. Then Katie says malty. Scott, Katie, duke it out. But it's smooth. There was there was smooth throughout. Yeah. Um, That's me. Brett, me why here. don't you go first yes. with uh, ratings? How about that? So for myself, I'm going to rate this one a 3.75. I think it's a great beer to have in the uh, fall. Um, I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, maybe a little bit more, as you said, deeper, maybe a little bit more multi, maybe a little more caramel action. But uh, I think for the t- for the season that we're having this in, I'm going to give it a 3.75. Sure. Yeah, I get that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 3.25. Looking for a little bit more richness out of it. Um, and producer Tim. Tim. Tim, is, the non-two-man. Is going to give it a... Three. Oh yes, I did see that pop up there. Uh, so a three, a three two five, a three seven five. I'm gonna concede this one for you because it might be a little more harder math. <laughs> so those three combined is gonna be three point three repeater. Oh, and you know what? I think we round it up. Do you want to round it up? Uh, does the math check out on that? You can round it down. Could round it down because it technically it would three, be three point two five. It's three point. Yeah, right, because it has to be a 3.375 to go up, and, then and it's lower than 3.37. So technically, so you'd have to round it lower, down. so it's 3.25. It's just too bad, because I feel like it, it should be a 3.5. Well, then make your rating higher and get it I'm there. not going to do it. Then there you go, won't go. And you know what could have helped this out? Having a third craft beer connoisseur. Hmm, wonder where he is. 3.25 is going to be the overall score that we will be giving it as a team. Yes. Brett. And that concludes the review of Black Donnelly's and Beer Friday for today's episode. Thank you very much for both those quality beers. Absolutely. We're going to be right back with some of our conversation around the super natural. All right. We're back. Today is Thursday. Mm-hmm, it is. And uh, with that being said, we know spooky season's just around the corner here. Yep. Or as other people say, pumpkin spice season, which is spooky for me because I hate pumpkin spice. I feel like it's been pumpkin spice all day, every day, right? Probably. Going so, to Starbucks, whatever. There, there it is. So uh, Tuesday, mm-hmm. Halloween. That which is really, a thing. Yeah, it really invokes the question about ghosts and supernatural mm-hmm. um, and kind of, I think this is our time to kind of have a discussion about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep it thematic. So we'll kind of do our, our conversation with this. We're, we're not actually going to have Tim in this at all. Um, Why would we? You know, he's kind of like a Casper for the thematic conversation. So let's have a conversation about the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start it up. Do you believe in the supernatural? This is the question I will start. I will answer it. And then we'll go to I you, I like Brett. how you're going to answer your own question. Yes, yeah. but but this, it sets the stage. Do you believe in the supernatural 
or ghosts. We won't talk about extraterrestrials or, you know, unidentified objects or anything like that. None of that stuff. We're just talking about supernatural and ghosts. I feel sometimes that there are, there's spirits or something at play. Um, I don't know if I would consider them ghosts or not like supernatural necessarily, but there is something sometimes um, at play. Now, I have watched some shows on Discovery around this time. You know, as we get closer and closer to Halloween, they've got these like ghost hunting things. I think that's all a crock. Uh, <laughs> I think the way that goes, like the one I was watching the other day was like, oh, well, they went into a deep well and they were trying to find the burial sites for these two people and they're in the cornfield and it just so happens you had to do it at nighttime. Also, you this, don't have to do that. It's just a, a play on that, but like, why would somebody bury somebody in a well? Well, it wasn't. <laughs> no, there. Those are two separate things. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's kind of interesting, yeah. but okay. Well, for last, you to find them naturally. Yeah, for sure. But right? like, that's the thing is like, you know, every one of those shows is like we have to record it at nighttime. No, you're you're going down a well to see some like identifiable objects down there. If there's something that could, you know, back up the story. Nobody said you had to do it at nighttime. Ridiculous. But I do feel like sometimes there is a presence of something. Um, and I'll go into some of these stories perhaps in a little bit. Brett, what are your thoughts on it? So for me, is I don't be- really believe in any of that stuff. Okay. Right? Like it's I, I get people who believe it, but that's on them, but like Again, as you said, like going to record this at night or like something that's haunted, like, you know, sure. I mean, I, your house might be haunted, right? Because I had that's a strobe true. light in. Yeah, in that was the, weird. That was right? weird. It's like, I don't know. That is, bro. But uh, for yeah, me, it's, it's just like, I don't, for people to have their full-time occupation as a ghost hunter. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. But that's kind of stupid. <laughs> okay. Right? Um, so you don't believe in ghosts? No. Supernatural no. spirits? No. None of it? No. None of this past life, I was like a lawyer from Milwaukee kind of stuff. Like, none of that. Okay, M- Milwaukee lawyer out. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, okay, good. None of that. Like, I just don't believe in any, like, this is your life. Boom. Right? There's no... Ba- kaboom. Right? There's no people from the past life that are up in blah, 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 haunting you, saying, oh, you can't succeed. Boom. Take that away from you. Okay. Right? Okay. that. Okay. You get it on your record. You lose it on your record. Simple as that. Okay. Good. Hey, this is what this is about, right? This we're invoking the conversation. Um, for me, next next question: Have you ever had anything that was unexplained, or any kind of like encounters with ghosts or something that didn't make sense? Yeah, that was thirty five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there was one time, uh, and. Uh, I don't know what it was. I don't. I can't really explain it. But I remember going out. Uh, the story might sound fake because I was out on a date with a girl. Um, Lies. <laughs> and we went to the movies once, and it was me, her, and her friend. She had a friend. Even more lies. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had a friend. I, I didn't say yeah, I had okay, a friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Truth. Yeah. So we went out to the movies, and we came back. Uh, we're walking down the road towards my house. Uh, this is in Stratford. And we had a big great room. And so you could look up and there's a big window there. Now, nobody was home. Like my parents weren't home. None of my siblings were home. Like You planned ahead. Okay. I'm seeing I, where you're going I, here. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> nobody was home. So as we were walking down the road, I looked up and I saw somebody standing in the window. I was like, why? Like, I guess somebody, like, I guess one of my siblings is home. My, my, one of my parents is home. Like somebody's in the window. And I, I said to the girl, I was like, oh, like, I guess, guess somebody's home. Like whatever. And her friend was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, like, whatever. That's not a big deal. So, um, then we went into the house. Nobody was home, but I mean, we were far enough away that it could have been something else. It could have been the way that the drapes were. Like there's several other things, but I kid you not. It looked like somebody was up in the window and I was like, Man, that that was kind of weird, and I just I and it was an old fashioned person. Like it, it didn't look like somebody who I knew. Can I explain it? No, it like one of the people on the uh, can for the black dog. Yeah, <laughs> it could have been one of the black dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, so a little a little wild, but it was just again because I was like, I don't think anybody's home, and all three of us confirmed it. Okay. Oh. And there was no drinking involved. I can guarantee this. We were we were at that age where you're like you're too young. 
to drink, but you're because you're going to a, a date at the movies for crying out loud. You know? Are you sure this wasn't like your first date with your wife? No. No, this is well before her. This <laughs> was grade nine, I think, grade nine, ten. Oh, you were too young to drink illegally. Well, I was too young, <laughs> too young to drink say. legally. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah but I no, I wasn't. We, none of us were drinking. Yeah, it was weird. Interesting. Yeah, must have had something in the gummy bears you bought. Nothing. Yeah, right, there you go. No, the, the I'm only kidding. S- you don't do that stuff anyway. So no, the only snack that was there was me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brett, have you had any experiences? Uh, like some? I can't follow up on that at all. Nothing, uh, eh? No, no. I think you got me good there. Uh, you know, I think actually there's one, but I've mentioned it in a previous episode. I know I have about um, the light and the change room at the Mitchell Public School. Yeah, I your principal. I yeah, I've so, mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so other than that, I got nothing. Honestly, I don't. I don't believe in it. That was the only time I kind of was like, oh, maybe. But that was like I was like grade five. I'm now a 31 year old man, and. Not a yeah. snack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's up for debate. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, I I don't know where I kind of land on some of it. You know, like, I think there's that. Have you ever done a Ouija board? I've seen the movie. Okay. The Ouija board. Okay. I saw, actually saw it with my wife. That was one of the first movies I actually saw. Really? Yeah. In, in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. theater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got a snacks. Got some snacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I wasn't motivated to watch it, but, uh, you know. Sometimes you just have to go. You have to go. <laughs> Bingo. Um, interesting. Yeah. I've done Ouija boards before. I actually, we used to have one. And I remember a couple of guys from the ball team, we did the Ouija board. And yeah, one of them was not me. No, we were in the basement of the our buddy's place in in, uh, in Stratford and we did the Ouija board and some information kind of came out and you're like, it was, it was a little bit too close to home for some people. Mm-hmm. Um which, I mean, there is some kind of, like, persuasion that you kind of have over, like, dictating where, you know, the the little stylus or whatever you want to call it kind of moves around. But, all right. There you go. Not for you? Not for me. All right. Well, that's our thematic conversation. We hope that everybody has a very safe and happy... Oh, Tim just came back. I just missed it. What a ghost. Oh, my God. Have a very safe and happy Halloween. Indeed. Happy Halloween. Uh, enjoy it and uh, yeah, enjoy all the, the snacks. Enjoy the beers that all the neighbors are giving out, right? If if you have the right neighbors, you should be getting yeah, Or some, some RC Colas, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, there is. We're not a, a household of uh, full-size chocolate bars, I don't think, here. Yet. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Anyways, happy Halloween, everybody, and we will see you next week for a producer special, and we'll be right back with our farewell. That's all for today's episode. Thanks again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday. As the Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays, much like next week, for a producer special. Mm-hmm. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite ghost hunter because they're going to need something to listen to while they're hunting ghosts. And what's better than Craft Beer Connoisseurs? Nothing. Nothing. Quite yeah, right. honestly, nothing. So from all of us and producer Tim, I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And together, we the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.